and welcome to Travel Along Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lisensky, and in this podcast, I try to bring you along with me on my journeys and have you experience the sounds and learn right along with me. This episode is going to be a bit shorter than usual. On my way back from Thailand, I had a layover in Seoul, South Korea, and I had enough time to actually go into the city and had a fantastic day. So since it seems like Seoul is a common place to have a layover, I thought there might be folks out there who would benefit from hearing my experience and some tips about what to do if you have the option of going into Seoul. So in this episode, I'll talk about the airport in Cheon, what's there. It's a pretty fascinating place to actually hang out for a while. Where it is compared to the city and how to take the train into the city. As well as just one neighborhood of Seoul, we went to the Insadong neighborhood, which I would definitely recommend. It's got an interesting history. It's an artsy neighborhood, fascinating to walk around. I'll take you to a kimchi museum, as well as tell you our mistakes so that hopefully you won't repeat them. So come along with me to Seoul, South Korea. So I'm coming from a few weeks of traveling in Thailand and on my way home. Flying Korean Air was really fun. So this was my first time in Asia at all in my life. And I know, duh, Laura, different Asian cultures are different. But I was amazed how as soon as I got on that Korean airplane, I could tell it was such a different culture than I had been immersed in for the last few weeks. My very favorite part was the safety announcement. So this fantastic piece of art is Korean Air collaborating with the K-pop band Super M. It was a magical journey. I actually found this on YouTube. If you want to see the whole video, I put it on my Patreon. It's pretty fantastic. So I very much enjoyed this. So my situation was I had a 10-hour layover, and the timing was perfect. I was arriving to Seoul in the early morning and leaving late in the day. We had plenty of time. I think we could have done it with eight hours, but I wouldn't try with any less. The train takes a surprisingly long time uh, because the airport is pretty far outside the city and there's often connections and things that you have to make. Uh, so it took a lot longer than I thought it would to get into the city. I mean, the train itself takes an hour to get to central Seoul. But by the time you factor in time to find that train and wait for the train, and depending on where you're going within the city, you may need to transfer to the metro. Some of these train stations were enormous, and you had to walk a surprising distance to transfer within the train station. So give yourself plenty of time. You'll also see that there's an express train versus the normal train. 
you would think you'd want to be on the express, but there's only a couple of express trains a day. So unless your timing works out to be magical, it will probably just be faster to take the regular train and hopefully get on it a lot faster. And both leaving the airport and returning, the express train was on a different track in a different location. So I would recommend just aiming for the regular train. This stop is Seoul Station. Seoul Station. The station number is 133. The doors are on your right. You can transfer to the line number 4, Pyongyang Line or Airport Railroad. You can also transfer to the fast. So after feeling like I had the hang of things in Thailand, it was really interesting to suddenly be thrust into being confused again and not know how to say hi or thank you or how much the money was worth. Uh, it was a fun adventure. And the whole city felt really, really modern and efficient. Crossing the street was not a terrifying experience. The metro was really easy to get around. I loved the little fanfare that happened. There was a different fanfare at different stations, but to announce the arrival of the train. So after a very early and long train journey into town, we switched to the city metro and headed for the neighborhood of Insadong. So Insadong has a really interesting and long history. The neighborhood dates back about 500 years to the Joseon dynasty. This was a neighborhood where many of the government officials lived. And then when South Korea was colonized by Japan, the residents were forced to leave. And it's also where the independence movement against the Japanese began in 1919. And since then, some intentional choices have been made by the city to try and preserve things. It became an official historic street in 1988. And at the beginning of this century, they made it a pedestrian corridor with trees and seating and some traditional Korean black tiles instead of pavement. It's really a beautiful, beautiful place to walk around. And it feels old and traditional in ways that some other neighborhoods of Seoul that I walked through on the way uh, did not. So that main street is pedestrian only, at least for a good portion of it, with these little alleys coming off of it that just curve around and make no sense. You just wander. And it had such amazing, interesting little shops, art galleries, a lot of calligraphy and stamps. If you've ever wanted a personalized stamp, this is your street. Handmade paper. Uh, I found out that 40% of the art galleries and antique shops in the entire country are in this neighborhood, and 90% of its traditional stationary shops. 
there's so many little places to just wander into. It's also famous for tea houses, so many different places to go to get a traditional tea, lots of street food, lots of people wandering around, especially on the weekend. There was this candy there called Dragon's Beard that's this like thin, flossy kind of spun candy that looked amazing, and I deeply, deeply regret not trying it. I wasn't hungry. What was I thinking? So if you're taking the metro, Anguk Station, A-N-G-U-K, is the closest one, although there's a number in the area if you wanted to approach from a different direction. There's a few places that I did not make it that looked good if you had a little more time. Um, Very close to Insadong, kind of at one end of the street, uh, is Jogyesa Temple, J-O-G-Y-E-S-A. This place has some big Buddhas, a garden, entry is free. It looks like a cool place to visit. There's also Gyeongbok Gung Palace. This is a huge complex. It looks like a much bigger commitment, so you've got to have a little more time in order to do this one. And all these places, by the way, I put on my map on Patreon if you want to try and find them. So this place is really worth just wandering around for a few hours But the big thing that we did while we were there was go to the museum Kimchi Kong or the Kimchi Museum. I'm at the Kimchi Museum and I just beeped myself into the Kimchi storeroom where it is nice and cold. (laughs) There are lots and lots of jars. beautiful kimchi. Lotus root, garlic, whatever all these are. Bubbly way. This is got a lid on it, right? Oh, this is the boiling, bubbling of the kimchi that we are hearing. This place was tucked away on the top of a little shopping mall. It took up the fourth, fifth, and sixth floor right off the main street. Now, it's pretty tiny. Despite being on three floors, there are, it's a tiny little space. But I'd recommend it. And, you know, for $3.50, it was absolutely worth it. They normally have kimchi tastings, which sounds amazing. But since COVID was still hanging on while I was there, they weren't doing tastings. In the so the real wrong decision that we made was about lunch. In retrospect, we should have eaten at Insadong because there were so many good places. But we kind of wanted to see another neighborhood and figured we would have to transfer at the main train station called Seoul Station anyway. So why not pop up, find some lunch, and then continue on our way? So that was a good theory, but we got out, popped up, and there really wasn't anything easy within walking distance. There were a few things like 
pizza or, you know, we wanted a Korean meal and it couldn't really find anything right there. Not a good spot for lunch. So after wandering around for a little while, we realized we had to go. So we ended out uh, just going back to the airport and finding food at the food court, which was actually pretty fantastic. The Incheon Airport is big. It has a lot of stuff. There's lots to do there. And the food court was great. There was lots of different options. I was, of course, craving kimchi at this point, And I got a meal that was pretty fantastic. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it looks real good. It was a kimchi stew, and it's so beautiful. There's like five different little bowls on my tray here. It ha- came with rice on the side. Uh, it came with some other kind of kimchi-like stuff on the side. A white square that I couldn't quite identify. Those of you out there that know what you're talking about, I'm going to sound ridiculous. Uh, it might have been tofu. If it was, it was very, very silky soft tofu. It was fun. A uh, little bowl of these fermented black beans. And then some a little package of nori, some seaweed. So it was great. Don't feel sad if you have to eat at the airport. It was not a bad deal. My favorite part of this airport, however, was the robot running around. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> You're going to interview the robot? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take a picture with the robot. Okay. Oh. Oh, you're taking a picture. I understand what's happening. Yeah, we're taking a picture with the robot. Yeah. Also, wait. Photo service will soon be over. <laughs> That's very strange. Five, okay, it's a photo taking robot. Three, you have the option of it taking a picture of you, or you, it will. You can choose its. Um, you can choose. <laughs> you can choose its expression, and then you can take a picture with it. We went with winking face. And that sums it up. Short and sweet, my layover in Seoul. Coming up next will be my trip to British Columbia, Canada. This one's a little different. I went with my two children. This was a road trip. This will probably be two episodes. The first one will be about the city of Victoria and Vancouver Island in general. We did a little exploring outside of the city as well and the other about the city of Vancouver. We had a great time, we saw lots of sights, we ate lots of good food, and I can't wait to share it with you. If you like my podcast, please give me some love. I could use some reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check out my Patreon for the low price of $2. You can support me and get access to maps of all the places I talk about on the podcast. Costa Rica, Panama, Thailand, Morocco, as well as this episode. You can also see photos of all those places. You can follow me on Instagram, Travel Along Podcast. That's also a great place to send me your questions or comments. You can even send me a voice message and I will put you on the podcast. Thanks for traveling along with me.